Morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Morning. <clears throat> Today we begin Shkolem. First off in Shkolem, Daf Beis, we learn for a four Shlema for Tov Miriam Bas Dvora Mindel. Let me go a bit louder. I don't know why the sound doesn't work well. I hear you fine. Can you hear well? Okay, good. Okay, thank you. All right, <clears throat> says the Mishnah. Bechabada, we saw this yesterday. Bechabada, the first day of Adar Mashmi and Alashkolam. They proclaim that it's time for everybody to send their Shkolam in. We'll see why we mentioned because they have to be in by the first of Nisan so they can bring the Karbonos from the new monies. Bala Klaim, they also announced that uh, you make sure that your fields don't have any Klaim over the winter. Maybe inadvertently, several different species have grown together and you might have Klaim. Make sure they're uprooted. That's on the first day of Adar, they do those two. On the 15th of Adar, we know we read the Megillah like we do here in Yerushalayim on the 15th of the month, on the 15th of Adar, uh, in, the, in the cities that, had walls, that, had, that were walled in when Yeshua conquered the land. They do that on the 15th. What else do they do on the 15th of Adar in preparation for the Ole Regalim? They fix the roads that have become muddy and, uh, and ruined over the course of the winter. The streets, that have become soiled over the winter. The various mikvahs that were not properly covered in those days and they became uh, dirty and now it's going to be necessary for people to go to the mikvah to be tar to bring the carbon Pesach. And they do all the public works. All that's taken care of. Also, the um, graves, the tombs that have been, um, that, whose markings have been obliterated by the uh, winter rains and snow, etc., those also have to be remarked again because they didn't have permanent like stones like we have today, which, uh, which withstand the winter. They had to remark them so that the Kona would not become Tomei when they stepped there. And then on the 15th, after having announced on the first of the month, make sure you don't have any climb in your fields, they went out, the, the Shluche Besn went out to check. As we said yesterday, they didn't have regular governments with mayors and, um, you know, city employees. It was all controlled by the Besden. The Besden not only, as we'll see, performed the judgments for money matters and, uh, and capital cases, etc., but they also were responsible to keep the uh, people uh, within the halacha. And uh, they made sure that the, they, they, they took care of the public works as well as fulfilling the mitzvahs, like, for example, not having climb in your fields. Why in the first of Adar was this done? So that the people should bring, they gave them one month notice so that people could start sending in their monies. And the monies would come in by the first of Nisan when it was necessary. Why was it necessary? Because on the first of Nisan, they withdrew monies that had been donated in the last month or over the winter, as we'll see if people came from far away, the monies that were in by the first of Nisan, those were the monies that were withdrawn starting at the beginning of Nisan for the public, for the public uh, karbanos. Uh, hold on a second. I see that the internet is weak here. Just a second. I'm just going to switch it. All right. Okay. If you can't hear me, raise your hand. Uh, okay. All right. Okay. Um, okay. Um, 
And so they withdrew the monies beginning at the beginning of Nisan, the monies that were donated by then for the new years. We'll see because the new year began it, at the beginning of Nisan. The teacher and Tumas and and they would withdraw money from the uh, from the temple treasury from the new monies on time. Bechabinisan the first of Nisan. Why was it the first of Nisan? So Umar Rav Shmuel Bar Rav Yitzchak says Tumas and Yitzchak the Tumas Lishon we take out is like it was at the time of the, of the, in the, in the Torah. The Chesiv, Vahi Bechodesh HaRishon. And as a, not only the time of the Torah, means at the time that the Mishkan was established. It says, Vahi Bechodesh HaRishon in the first month, that's Nisan. Bishon HaShenis in the second year since they left Mitzrayim. Becha Bechodesh in the first of the month, that's the first of Nisan. Hukamah Mishkan, this is when they had the, uh, the Mishkan was, <coughs> was, um, set up, was established. <coughs> and, um, that's when they had the Chanukah Sabayas. The Tani Allah, the Yom Shehukam, the Mishkan, the day that the Mishkan was <coughs> was dedicated on that day, Boba Yom Nitra that day the monies were taken from the treasury to start with the Kabanos. So Rabtavi Ravoshia Bishem Kana Bishem Kahana said, Nemakan Chod Shay. It says over here, Zos Olas Chodesh Bachod Show, Lachodesh Yashana, each each um, the carbon for each Rosh Chodesh was said the Ola of the Chodesh in its time, in its month. For each year, each month of the year, and also says when it comes to Chodesh Zelachem Rosh Chodeshim, the Chodesh Yashana, the first of Nisan. Ma Chodesh Never Lahalin Eman Al That's Nisan, as the pasuk says, Chodesh Zelachem Rosh Chodeshim. When it came to Pesach, Nisan, that was the first, uh, that was the uh, Rosh Chodesh of the year. That was the um, the first month of the year. Av Chodesh Never Kan Eman Al Nisan. So therefore, when you when they brought the uh, Karbonos each and every month, which which is the first month that you come from for Nisan. So that's what he says. Amr of Yonas, Rav Yonas says, Shavak Rav Tavi, Rav Tavi just quoted this, Gzeir Shavak, Chatshe Chatshe, he left out the beginning of the Brisa. Uh, Shavak, Rav Tavi, Rosh of the Mastis, he left off the beginning of the Brisa. Vomer Sofa, he only said, he only brought down the end. Let me quote for you the whole Brisa. Dalkain, does it not say, Dalkain Kada, does it not say, uh, like as follows, the Tani, here's what it says, Zos Olas Chodesh Bechadsho. Right, this is the ola that you bring each month in its time, in its period. I might think that they withdraw monies. In other words, monies have to be given for the kabbonis each and every month. In its month for the months of the year. That's what the Bryson. Bryson is not simply telling you that that Nisan is the first of the month, but it's explaining like this. The beginning it says each month you have to give this carbon. So I might think each and every month they sh- they snore money each and every month for that's carbon. No, but the pasuk says bechadsho lichadshe in its month for the other months of the year for all the months of the year bechodesh echadutar mechalchet sheshana in one month you must give the money for all the months of the year yachal beis echadosh year. So I might say pick any month you want. You want Shvat, you want Tishrei, you want uh, Kislev. Give the money any month a year. Once a month, once a year you collect the money for the entire year, but it could be any month you want. No. Nemarkan Chodshe This is why we have the Chodshe Chodshe. The Chodshe Chodshe that Rabtavi quoted before is only the this part of the Brisa, the end of the Brisa. How do we know that it's Nisan? Because here it says Lachodshe Ashana, and there it says Chodshe Zalacham Rosh Chodashim, Rishon Lachodshe Ashana. So that this chadshe chadshe is the same word. Just like that's nisan af chodesh and emarkan emarim nisan. In other words, the pasuk tells us that you give the zos chodesh bechadsho 
So you give it once a year for the other months of the year. But which month is it? For that we need the Gzeir Sheva of Chadshei Chadshei to teach me that it's the month of Nisan. So in the month of Nisan is when they give the money, when they withdraw the money from the, from the, from the temple treasury. In the base of Migdash, they withdraw the money. And that's why Bezin calls out of the beginning of Adar, send your money in. Make sure your money's in by the beginning of Nisan. So the Mishnah said, Bechabad, pardon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who paid, who paid, where did Bezdin get the money for the infrastructure? Must have cost a fortune. That's correct. So all that also came, all that also came from, that was also supported by the Tzibor. Taxes. They gave taxes. That was separate taxes that they came to. Uh, had nothing to do with the shekel. With, no, okay, so we're going to talk about different shkolem. That we're, we're going to talk about different shkolem. There was a shekel that they did to count the people, chazi shekel, right? Kisisa, ki shekel. Then there were other shkolem that they gave for the various for the various uh, jobs and the mishkan, building the mishkan for the uh, for the structure of the mishkan itself, and for the karbonos. We're going to talk about that soon on Amid Bay's. Besides that, there were taxes that they collected to, for the public works. Exactly, they had to collect taxes. So that was done, but all, all, all uh, supervised by the Bezdin. Mao Mashmir. Um, yeah. If there was any leftover, did it carry, carry over? Or Barosho to Shnitsa oh. and they stopped and only produced they, No, new. they stopped it and they redeemed it with new money. If there was leftovers, we had that elsewhere. But they, re, they stopped it and they redeemed it with new money. In other words, you had to be mechalol, the old money, the old money onto the new money because you had to use new monies. So there was Mechalov. Now, it's not to say, in answer to what Irving said, it's not to say that there wasn't a government there, right? If there was a government and uh, David Melech collected the money, David Melech, Shlomach, they all collected the money, if, whatever the government did, of course, the, probably the government fixed the main things. What the Bezin did was made sure that the people who were Ola Regal would have the, uh, let's call it the Misrat HaDatot, you know, what we have today. The religious authority was the Bezdin. And they supervised making sure that the mikvahs were done, that the people, the, the, when they say the, the roads, so that the people could be olaregal. They weren't necessarily building fishesh or something else, right? The, the things that the government took care of, they took care of. These things were all related to um, uh, religious matters, not becoming tame, uh, all the things that they needed. If they needed, if the government didn't take care of the roads, they fixed the roads also so that the people would be able to uh, be, uh, come up for the regal. And to to uh, to ascend to the to uh, to ascend to the base of Migdash for uh, the Shalosh Rukolam. Now Mao Mashmian, we're at the first. Well, the, there's different. Uh, as we said yesterday, there's different girsas. This uh, this is all you me. The lashon is strange. Uh, many times verbs are left out. The names are a little bit different. And uh, various girsas in this itself. Uh, some there are some allusions to. There's uh, it brings in, in the Gemara that I have it as the Nusach Habavli on the side too. So there was some sort of Habavli here, but this is pretty much Yerushalmi. And there's no Rashi here. There's all kinds of different Mefarshim, basically Achronim, Tiklan Chadatin, and um, I have a different uh, one of uh, um, a modern uh, Shikle Yosef, which I use because the letters are big and I can see them. A lot of these. A lot of the prints, uh, if you look at the art scroll, I mean, you need a magnifying glass just to see the pirush on the side. You know, it's very, very difficult. Anyway, Mashmian, Mao Mashmian, what do they proclaim? He said in the Mishnah, Bechad Adar Mashmian, what do they proclaim? So, if Machrizim, what does Mashmian mean? You let them know. You don't let them know with, uh, you know, with an email. Rafunas Machrizim, you have to proclaim it, you have to announce it publicly that uh, people should know. 
is like that's like commotion Emar. Hey Ahmad Ad Omar Lies it says, Vaitnu Kolbi who the Yerushalayim. They announced it. They gave a, there was a big voice in Judah and Yerushalayim. They announced it. They announced everybody made sure that everybody know. Now in the Mishnah in um in Megillah says, Tamantanina, and there we learn, right? Like in, in, in our Gemara, in uh, the Bavli, you normally say Tanan Hasam, right? We learned over there. So there we hear, and, and we say Tamantanina. It's also Aramaic, but that's the Lushan of Yerushalmi. Tamantanina, and over there we learn. What's There's two Adars. What's the difference in Allah between them? So the difference is only, we'll see others, but the, start, the Mishnah over there says, the difference is Mikr Megillah Matanasim. We know that when do we keep uh, Purim? We keep it on Adar Shani, right? Megillah, we read the Megillah on Adar Shani, Matanas Lavionim, those mitzvahs are done on Adar Shani. Now, what does that mean? So what do we do on Adar But Adar is also Purim in the sense that we don't have any Hesped or Tanis on those days. We don't allow, even on Adar you're not allowed to, uh, to eulogize or fast. Okay, so but but so what's the difference in our region or Shani? Our Shani, of course, when we do Matanus Lavionim, Mishloach Manos, make a Megillah. That's what the Mishnah says over there in the beginning of of, um, of Megillah. Rav Simon, see, you know, it's Rav Simon, it's like Rav Shimon. Rav Simon, Shem, Rav Shubur, Levi, Amar, Af, Shimur, Shkolem, Vaklayim, Benayim. The difference, here's another difference. The thing we just said in our Mishnah, this that we announced that it's time to send the Shkolem in and take care of the climb in your field is also only on Ador Shani, not Ador Rishon. Rav Chelbo, Rav Huna, Rav, B'Shem, Rav Chia, Rabba, said, Hakol Yotzim B'Yadalit Shuzman Kriyosa. So he said, regarding Rikka McGill, he said, you know what, everybody's Yotze on the 14th. And as if you read it on the 14th, even if you're in a locale which requires the 15th, if you read it on the 14th, you're also Zman. That's the universal time is on the 14th of Adar. We'll come back to discuss this line of Rav Chelbo in a few minutes. But back to our issue that Rav Shimon said in the name of Rav Levi that the difference between Adar Rishon and Adar Shani is also that the announcement about giving the Shkolem and the Klayim is also only on Adar Shani, not on Adar Rishon. That's another difference between Adar Rishon and Adar Shani. Um, Rav Yossi Vios, and Rav says, yes, and that's good, I agree. Vios means it's like, you know, yes, I agree, what he says is good, right? That's, what it, that's uh, the Lushen of Vios. We'll have this quite, quite often here. Um, uh, Shapir Kamed, he says, it's good what you said, the Shemur Shkolem Klaim is only on the second one. Why? Why do we say that we announce, that we proclaim that it's time to give the Shkolem? So that the people should send in the money on time. If you tell people to give it an Adarishon, and they have what? They have two months from the beginning of Adarishon until Nisan, Ad Kedon, until then, there's left in the year 60 days. That's too long. If you want people to do something, you tell them, uh, in two months, I'll need you to do this. They'll forget about it. You know, they're not going to put it on their calendar. Or if they put it on, they'll forget about it. You want somebody to do something, you got to do it now. So they tell them at the beginning of Adar Shani when it's time to send in the money now because, you know, they didn't have it. They didn't have, uh, um, you know, electronic wiring in those days. You had to bring in the money. So it took, it took a few weeks, for, depending on where you live, to get it in there. But if you tell people at the beginning of Adar, Adorishon, which is 60 days before Nisan, that wouldn't make sense. What's the reason why we say go out and, and we check on the climb? So people should be able to see if, if the vegetation has grown into a combination of climb, right, of, of two different species. If you're telling them to go out at that point, 
they're still small. In other words, the shoots are very small and thin, and you wouldn't be able to tell. In other words, what he's saying is that Rabbi Yossi is adding on that this sort of Shimon Sen Rabbi Shemulevi, that and, the announcement for Shkolem and Klayim should be done, is also a difference between Adarishan and Adarishan. It should only be done Adarishan and not Adarishan. Makes sense, because in Adarishan, it's too early to tell the people to send in the money. They say, oh, we've got plenty of time, and then they'll forget about it. And it's too early to go check on the climb also, because maybe it's not fully grown yet. <laughs> so therefore, it's better, it, it makes sense to say that this is also in Adarishan and Adarishan. Not only the mitzvahs that we know of Mikra Megillah, Matana Slavyonim, uh, not sure about the Suda, Suda's Purim, you could have a Suda on the first, uh, first one also, but those regular mitzvahs, plus, Shkolem and Klaikem is also in Adarishan and Adarishan. Rav Kiskia, Shal, the following question. He asked a good question. He asked in the base Medish, Me'ata, I don't understand you. If you're saying you announce in, in the beginning of Ador, giving people basically 29, 30 days uh, until uh, to do it, I think Ador is always, uh, I think the Ador before Nisan is usually 29 days. So if you only give people basically just one month, right, so what about the people who live far away in Bavel? They should give, there's the beginning of the winter. For them, it takes a long time to schlep and send their money in. So if they shouldn't. They don't have enough time just to announce it in Adorf. They get up in the base medrash in Baghdad and announce time to send the money, and they wouldn't have enough time to do it. So they should announce it maybe at the beginning of the winter, so that the people have the whole winter to send in the money. It'll be there by the first of Nisan. Isn't the whole reason that the money, like we said, the money should be able to that the people should be able to send their shekels in on time. That money should be able to be withdrawn on time. And here too, you'd have the same. So the you should have to if you people live far away, like you know, in France or in Bavel or someplace like that, they should have to announce it much earlier. That's his question. So shouldn't it be maybe Bechabadar is good in Eretz Yisrael, but not in Chutzlaret? So Hesav Rav Ula, Rav Ula answered Kamei Rebbe, Kamei Rebbe Money. He answered in front of Rav Money. He says, but, but I'll say that doesn't make sense. What you're saying makes, makes lo- it's logical they should send it in, but apparently that's not the case. But Tanina, we learn like this. Three times, three periods in the year, do they take out the money. They say, okay, we're now taking the money from the treasury and buying carbonos with it. When do they do that? Three times a year. Before Pesach. Halfway before Pesach, meaning beginning of Nisan, meaning a half a month before Nisan, Befrosat Seres, half uh, uh, two weeks before Shavuos, Befrosachag, and two weeks before before Sukkot. So, right, Tesfav Yom is like fifteen days. It's uh, the Pros is two weeks or fifteen days, but it's a half a month, let's say, before then, and not now. So, what do you see? Why do you do that? And he's Omer is like, and isn't that because? Namer Elaine de Krover and makes sense. I'll tell you why. What, what is why does it why three times a year? Isn't it because the people who live nearby, like the people in Eretz Yisrael, they will give it on the two weeks before Pesach. In other words, two weeks before Pesach is their money withdrawn for Karbanos because they were able to give it because they an announcement was made to them in Adar. They sent the money in, and it makes sense. The people who live nearby, like in Eretz Yisrael, you certainly in Shalayim, their funds are donated. Are extracted from the base of, from the treasury and used for kabbanas Rosh Chodesh Nisan right before Pesach. Ilundu Rachok and the ones who were further away before Satzeres, till their money comes in, it's already near Shvuas. Ilundu Rachok and the ones who were really the Minhon, the ones who were farther away than them before Sachag. In other words, it makes sense to say that based on this idea that they they withdrew the trample funds three times a year for the kabbanos before. 
before the Chagim, basically, before Pesach, and then Shavuos, and then Sukkot, it seems to say, why? Because they announced, everybody announced in Adar. Everybody, wherever they lived, in France or in Babel, they announced it in, in, in Adar. But the people who lived in Yerushalayim or in Eretz Yisrael, their money's got there in time for the beginning of Nisan. The people who lived a little bit further away, Shavuos, and the people who lived further away, Sukkot, indicating that there was no there was no difference of where you lived in terms of the announcement. Obviously, it took longer to come from the farther away places, so their money was extracted later on. Isn't that what it means? Amalei said no. So, um, right, so so he answered him now, so on, on behalf of, uh, or they answered him beha- on behalf of him, so is, the answer from Chiski is no. Amalei, so sort of money answered him, because the question was, uh, Rav Ula said this in front of Rav Mani. Now Rav Mani answered defending Rav Chizkiah. Amrle, no, Kula Achaski. No, no, not true. All the Kula All the money had to be there on time at the same time at the beginning of Nisan, which means that that uh, Rav Chizkiah's point is well taken. That the people in Bubble had to make their announcement at the beginning of the winter. Send your money in, so they'll get there at Nisan. As all the money was due for the whole year. Uh, to give a bad example. April 15th, your money is in, all your money is in, no matter, we don't care where you live, you got to have your money in by April 15th, right? You have to have your money in on time. Maybe that's where the IRS got their date from, I don't know, they got it from the, from here, the beginning of Nissan, right? That usually corresponds to April 15th. You got to have your money in on time. I'm a cool guy, so why, why, what's about the three times? Um, no. Why did they say three times during the year are the, are the funds extracted from the treasury? And before Pesach, before Shavuos, before Sukkot, you know, uh, it, it says it should be public, right? It should be public. That, what does that mean? Why public? That people should know, listen, we make a big fuss out of taking out the money. Lafarsim to announce like to publicize in the call that people who didn't get in case you missed, not everybody's perfect, not everybody sends their money in. They were sick, they were away, they couldn't do it, they didn't have the money, whatever it was. We're announcing it now again. In other words, we, we make a public thing. Oh, again, today the money is being extracted. So they do that three times a year to, as, as a publicity. Uh, matter to let people know in case you didn't make sure you send your money in. Mar goes on to explain elsewhere. We had this elsewhere that the idea is that when the Besdin, uh, uh, when another sfarah for why it wouldn't make sense to say that people sent in money at different times is because when the Besdin of the Beis Amigdash, when the people in charge of the treasury, when they gave the carbon, the public carbonos, they gave it on behalf of everybody. The people who gave the money already and the people who didn't give the money yet. It was given on behalf of everybody. The people who gave already, the people who are giving now, and the people who are going to give in the future. It was all done for everybody because the carbonos are for the whole seed, but not just for the people who donated the money already. So it doesn't make sense to say that, oh, the Pesach money is for the people who gave it early. The Shavuos money is for the people who gave it later on. What? And the people who gave it later on were not Yotze, the Karbonos that were brought at Pesach time, and vice versa, the people who gave it at Pesach time, they're not Yotze, but the Karbonos were brought later on. No. The money is on half of everybody, and everybody should have their money in by the beginning of Nissan, but they do it three times a year. They withdraw the money to make a fuss about taking the money out and, and spending the money on Karbonos so that people should uh, just to publicize the matter. So this idea that they had to schlut money out, you have to solicit the money from the people. Rabbi Yudha ben Pazi interjects now with an idea. He says, "B'shem Rabbi, hey nikr v'lo nivas, can we read these psukim without trembling? In other words, look how difficult it was on the Jews. Latova, when it came to something good, 
when it came to giving the money for the Beis HaMikdash, as we'll describe more in a few minutes about giving the money for various aspects of the Karbanos. It says, Kol Lev, whoever was generous, right? Open-hearted, good-hearted. That means not everybody, right? Some people, not everybody. Lara, but when it came for bad, when it came for, unfortunately, for the Egel Azov, Vayisparku Kolaom, everybody gave. In other words, when it comes for good, only some people give. When it comes for bad, unfortunately, everybody gave. These are trembling words. So look, Latov, it says, Vayosamosha Sa'om, by Matan Torah. It says there, Moshe took out the people. The Kabbalah Satorah, Moshe had to take them out. They didn't, they didn't come running. Oh, let's hear the Torah. No, Moshe took them out of there. When it came for bad, right? When it came for bad, the story of the Meraglim, and they complained, but oh, all of you came forth. And for bad, they all showed up. For good, he had a schlep mouth. Latovit says, Moshe started them out. By, by thanking God with the Shira, right? Moshe started them, and then they followed suit. Az Yashem Moshe, and then of Israel. Lara, but for bad, again, uh, when it comes to the Meraglim, and they started crying, Batisa Kola Eda, they all started, you know, spontaneously. You didn't have to, you didn't have to um, encourage them. You know, so this is unfor- it's an unfortunate. Omar Fchia Baraba, also, uh, the Pusik in, in uh, Tzephania says, Achein Nishkimu Shchisu. They got up early to do their corrupt practices, to do their evil, right? This is talking about the Jewish people. They get up early. And any bad that they did, Hashkam is a lashon of it. He did it like by Yashkim Avram He got up, you know, with uh, industriousness. He got up with zrizus. You know, he got up real quick. He got up right in the morning, bright and early in the morning at daybreak. I got up there and did it with uh, great gusto. That's a lashon of Hishkimu. Unfortunately, it says it, by Hashchasa, when they do bad things. However, when it comes to uh, the, 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 good thing, the good that they did when they came to donating to the Mishkan, it says there, the Hemi view, Baboker, Baboker. They brought it each morning. Oh, it sounds real good. But Veloba, Hashkama, Mamash, didn't say that they rushed to do it early in the morning. Yeah, they gave it in the morning when they woke up. Not everybody gets up early like we do, right? But, but they, gave it, uh, they gave it eventually in the morning, but not, not with the same kind of, of Zrizus. That's an unfortunate part of what took place over here. Amr Rav Abba Bar Acha. Go figure out the Jewish people. You know, go figure them out. Nitvan Le'egel, when they are asked to give money to the Egel when they started up, right? And they were, when, the, when the bad ones started up and said, let's go to Egel. Venosan, they give money for the, they give money, yeah, we'll give for the Egel Azov. Nitvan Le'mishka, and then give Nishka Venosan. How do you jive these two things? When they ask money for Avodah Zorah, they give money for that. When you ask money for the Mishka, they give money for that. You know, the Jews are always known as great donors, but how do you, how do you reconcile those two things? They give money for bad, and they give money for good? Tanar says, that's not a kasha. That's not a kasha. Tanar of Yosef, Rechanina, Hadamas Nisa. This is the Bryce. This is what the Bryce says. The Bryce learns Vasisa Kapora Zav Tor. Why did you make the Kaporas, which eventually was in the, in the uh, Kotche Kotchim? You made it out of pure gold. Yavo Zav Shal Kaporas, for Yachaparel Zav Shal Ego. It's not, it's, these, these are not difficult to reconcile. First, the Jews were bad. They made the Ego. Then they made the, they donated to the Mishkan, to the Kaporas, to atone for the Ego. So it's not like they're constantly giving to different causes. You know, they're giving to the, uh, to the, to the Cherokee trees, and they're also giving to the Yeshiva. It's not like they're giving to both good causes and bad causes. They, they gave to a bad cause, and they tried to rectify that by atoning. That's, that's how you can explain it. Somebody was saying something? I missed it. I thought I heard something. Okay. 
Rav Chagib B'Shem here we get to the various trumas, what they were for. Chagib B'Shem says like this, Gimel Trumas Nemer Parshas Zos. When he says Parshas Zos, this Parsha, he's referring to Parshas Ve'ichali Truma, Parshas Truma, we call Truma. But, um, uh, Right in in uh, in the, in in Truma. Let's see it. Right. How does it start off? The parsha. Parsha starts off. Dabro ben Yisrael, the yichuli Truma. Basically, she said, "Yichuas Truma." See, v'zosa Truma. Okay, it says Truma three times. In this in this parsha of Truma, we'll see. It says it elsewhere also. So Rachel Hashem says like this: Gimel Truma's number parsha zos. It says three times Truma. Truma's adonim. One is a truma for the sockets themselves used in the construction of the Mishkan. Truma shkolem, and that's the shkolem that was used for uh, for Karbanos. With truma mishkan, and for the truma of the Mishkan itself that was used for the Mishkan itself. And I'm going to explain now how you know what they were used for. That was used for the sockets. It doesn't say adonim in the Pusik right there, but we'll, we'll, we'll uh, deduce it from the other ones. And then it says, Whoever wants to give it of a good heart, whoever's generous, that's the shkolm that was used for the animal, for the sacrifices. That's for construction of the Mishkan itself. Trumas Mishkan is the Mishkan. The Trumas Mishkan is used for the construction of the Mishkan. Now this is a strange Lashen. Whatever they want, they can give. Some say, some take this Lashen out. And they say no that the the uh, the supervisors the the Bezdin, they will take the money that you gave and they'll use it for whatever's necessary to build in the Mishkan. Some say no, Mishkan, whatever you want. I want to give this piece. I want to give this wall. I want to give this. I can you can do that if you want. But some say that doesn't make sense. You can't necessarily do what you want. And therefore, it's the supervisors. Here again, does it refer to the supervisors, to the Kohanim, let's say, who use it for whatever carbon doesn't mean I can designate and I'd say, I'd like this to go for uh, for the Shalmate Seabor. I'd like this to go for uh, for this carbon. Can you do that? But but they have to give the same amount. Now, we're not talking about the Chatsi Sheko in Kisisa. We'll get to that. That's when they came to count the people. Here we're talking about that when they gave money for the Karbonos, Everybody had to give the same amount. We'll see later on that uh, when they came back from Bovel and they didn't have a lot of money, could even give, he says over here, I feel darkons of. They could even give a darkon. In other words, that everybody had to give the same amount because it says, and they should give the same amount. Even if it wasn't a chazi shekel, they had to give the same amount so they shouldn't have favoritism. Everybody should give the same amount. And Shumas Adonim Ladonim, and therefore what's left is the Adonim, the first truma that was mentioned is for the sockets. And lo yarba lo yamet. That Pasuk really says in Kisisa, right, that uh, the rich person shouldn't give more and the poor person shouldn't give less. They should all give the same amount. And when he says, Trumas Adonim, Davka Acher, meant only for the sockets because the other ones, the other Trumas were already mentioned for the Karbanos and for the Mishkan itself. Amr of Avon, Afba Parsha Zos, even in the Parsha of Kisisa, when he says Parsha Zos, that he's referring to, that we just met of Yamat, that's maybe like the preamble maybe for this Lashon, is Nemer Bogim. It says there Gimel Trumas also. It says Machtes Hashekel Truma Lashem, Yitain Truma Hashem, and Lasses is Truma Hashem. There it also says Truma three times. Uh, it also says uh, Truma three times. But in but in the Parsha of, of Truma, what we call the Parsha of Truma before Tetzava, there it's referring to not the Chatzis Shekel. 
yes, everybody should give the same amount, but there it's referring to the various donations that had been used for the construction of the Mishkan, for the Karbonus, and for the sockets. Back to the Mishnah, the Mishnah says, Betesvav Karbonus and Megillah On the 15th, we read the Megillah on the large cities that were walled in at the time of Yoshua. Lo chen Rav Chelbo, wait a minute. Let's go back. On Amadalf, we mentioned that Rav Chelbo said, Rav Huna Rav B'Shem Rav Chanina Rabba said, Hakal Yosem B'Yadalit, Shuzman Kriyasa. You said that uh, you said that on the fifteenth of Adar. How did our mission start up by saying that our mission said that on the fifteenth we read the Megillah and the Krachim? Well, the fifteenth isn't the main day, isn't the main day the fourteenth? Everybody knows Purim's on the fourteenth. It's only in those cities that were walled in that's the fifteenth. So and and Rav Chanina Rabbah said everybody's Yosa reading on the fourteenth. So what's this business? Why do you talk about the fifteenth? The answer is Lobal Lamancha Shakal Mitzvah Hanogas Ba'adar Sheni Enogas Ba'adarishon. The main por- port of what he's saying, the main purpose of our Mishnah, is to tell us the things that are on the fifteenth in Adar Sheni that are not knowing on an Adarishon. Like we said, the public works, the construction, the checking for the Klayim, sending in the Shkalim, all the things that we talked about that are necessary to do at the beginning of Adar. We mean to say that they're on Adar Sheni, not Adarishon. That's his main purpose. And when are they on Adarshani? Those things that we fix the roads and the and, and the mikvahs and all those things are on the fifteenth of Adarshani. So Agavorchi mentions also that we read the Megillah in the large cities that are that had wall or the cities that had walls on the fifteenth, even though the main Megillah reading is on the fourteenth. But why does he say the fifteenth? Because we're mentioning other things that are done on the fifteenth. And the 15th of the Adar, which is closest to Nisan. So therefore, he mentions also, we read the Megillah on the 15th. That's the, that's the purpose of it. And in that, that that's the main thing. It's an Adar Shani, and it's on the 15th of Adar Shani. So he mentioned that we read the Megillah also on Adar Shani. But the truth is that most people read it on, Adar, on, on the 14th. Rabbi Yossi, Ravacha, Aviyas, when these two rabbis were sitting, Amr Rabbi Yossi, Ravacha, Lomestavra, Elisha'avra, this that he says, that your Yotze, that Rav Chanin says, you're, everybody who reads on the 14th, your Yotze on the 14th, that's if you've done it already. In other words, once the 14th has passed, and maybe the 15th has passed, your Yotze. But L'Chadchila, meaning L'Haba, meaning L'Chadchila, if he read on the 14th, you should still read on the 15th. If you're in a city that requires reading on the 15th, a walled city, you should read it on the 15th. He says, if you've done it on the 14th, okay, you could be Yotze. But L'Chadchila, you should, if you haven't read it yet, and the 15th hasn't happened yet, you should read on the 15th. What does that mean? You're saying you can read it on the 14th, or if you read it on the 14th, you can read it on the 15th. Here he says you have to read it on both days. Places where there, the minigas to read it on both days because they weren't sure if there was a wall there in the time of Yeshua ben Nun. So they should read it on both days. So how can you say, how does, Rav Yos, uh, how did he, how does that uh, uh, work with what Rav Chelbo said? If you read on the 14th, you're Yotze. Here it says, Mashma, you should read it on the 15th also if the minig is that way. And I also agree with Rav Chelbo that you're Yotze on the 14th if you, if you read on the 14th, you're Yotze. But Rav, Rav Mana says, V'yeos, it makes sense. V'yeos, what's the yes going in? It's good. It makes sense. What is he speaking about? Rav Chalbo said on the 14th. Why? Even Meshachroi Ba'arba Asar, if you have the gear set reasons. If you read on the 14th, you may think you might listen to him. In other words, Rav Chalbo says, if you read on the 14th, you're Yotze. But he doesn't mean to say that if you read on the 14th and now you're reading on the 15th, 
we don't allow them to read on the 15th. Once you read once, you can't read it again. If you say that, that means that you take away the whole 15th. What Rav Chalbo is saying is, yeah, if you read on the 14th, you're Yotze. He doesn't mean to say that you shouldn't read on the 15th. If the meaning is to read it on the 14th and the 15th, because they weren't sure, you read on the 15th also. Certainly, if the main, in a city where, the, the, uh, a walled-in city, certainly you should only read it on the 15th. But he's saying is, if you read it on the 14th, you're also Yotze. He doesn't mean to say that if you read it on the 14th, you're not allowed to read it on the 15th. We don't, we don't listen to him. He says, ain't Shomelo, and we tell him, don't read it on the 15th. No, of course. If you were telling them not to read on the 15th, then it comes out that nobody will read on the 15th. They'll say, oh, you're not supposed to read on the 15th, only on the 14th. All he's saying is, is that if you happen to read on the 14th and you didn't read it again, you're Yotze, even if you're in a walled city. And therefore, we don't we don't discourage reading on the 15th, just saying that you're Yotze if you did it that way. Omer. So we said that, like the Mishnah said in, in uh, Megillah, that mitzvahs that are that you do on the on the adasheni, which is mikra megillah, matanos avyonim shlachmanos, they don't apply on adarisham. Chutz meesped v'tainus, except and we we added to that also shkalim, calling out for shkalim and kliim, etc. The announcements, except for what is noig on first on the first uh, adar also chutz meesped, hesped v'tainus, hesped and tainus shein shabim zeb zeb. We don't do uh, we don't do eulogizing or fasting. On Adarishon as well as Adarshain. And obviously today we wouldn't say Tachnon either. Rav Ba, that was his name, Rav Ba, Rav Yir, and Rav said the name of and Rav Yirmi said Bashem Rav, Rav Shimon, Bashem Rav Shimalevi, Halachim Shimul. He said Lachazak Shimalil, correct, that uh, that we don't, on Adarishon, we don't do anything except for uh, refraining from Hesben and Tanis. Rav Huna, Rabba, the Tsipporan, Rav Huna, the rabbi, the chief rabbi of Tsipporan, Amar Hinning Rav Chanina bit Tsipporan. He says Rav Chanina, Made it a custom, he, he made a custom like meaning that he only kept out the shane except for those, except for Hesper and Tanis, meaning that he didn't say the locha. The Gemara adds on, Lo Amar Elahinig. He says they, they made it a custom that way. But he didn't say that's the locha. What's the difference if you say it's a minig or say a locha? So, like we've learned elsewhere, that, um, uh, that, Nafkamini Lalacha is that. If it's a halacha, you you announce it publicly. This is the halacha. A minig is that you don't announce it publicly, but if somebody asks you a shaila, you tell them to do this way. Uh, that's all. So that's a shaila of of um, uh, there there there. The, the the dispute was was it a halacha that way, meaning that adarishon has no value at all. It, it doesn't mean anything at all. It's not even like adar. Or does it have a halacha like Adar that you refrain from Hesped and Tanis on the first Adar just as you do on the second one? So there, there's a Shiloh. Was it the halacha that way or was it just a minig? Meaning that you didn't have to actually keep the Adar at all, the first Adar at all. Avalein Staros. But when it comes to dating documents, then Kosvan Adarishon, right? The Adashenistan. When it comes to Adarishon, you write Adar Aleph. And when it comes to Adarsheni, you write that Stam, meaning. Like, for example, uh, it, we have an Afkamina today also, like keeping yard sites and things like that. That when there's two Adars, the first one is Adarishon, the second one is the regular Adar. So if, let's say, you have yard site, uh, somebody next of kin passed away in a regular year, 
right? And in a regular year, when do you keep it? That's also a nafkamina with Spartan and Ashkenazim. When do you keep the, uh, the yard site in a double year? Some say Kaddish on both, but the main one, they say, is for the second one, the second Adar. The second Adar is, the, unless the person died in a year that had Adar Rish and Adar Shani, then you'd only keep it on that particular Adar, nafkamina for Bar Mitzvahs and all those kinds of things like that. So when it comes to Shor, so he says, though, that the, uh, the first Adar, you write Adar Rish, and the second one is Stam. That's the first opinion. Rabbi Yudom or no? Adarishon Stam, that's the first one. Adashani Tanayim. The first Adar you write without, you just call that Adar. And the second Adar is what you call Adarshani. So there's also a Shaila, how do we keep things, you know, today? Of course, obviously, the best thing is you write Adarishon and Adarshani, whatever the Adar is, to, you know, to, uh, to keep away from, um, from disputes and from an uncertainty. The best thing is to be as clear as possible. But when you didn't do it, if you wrote Adar Stam, May you know what? Which is the which is Adar Stam? Is it the first one or the second one? Big Nafkamina. Let's say uh, writing a get. You know, you have to have a zman and a get, right? Either for Paris, if there's a dispute about uh, financially afterwards when they were divorced, or if it's a child of adultery, if they if she committed adultery before or after the divorce. So there's a big Nafkamina. When if you wrote it, if the divorce was an Adar and they didn't write Adar Shani, which Adar is it? Which which one do you apply it to? So these are the questions that come up. All right, we'll pick it up from here tomorrow. Mitzvah Shem, continuing with the explanation of the Mishnah of Metaknan Esad Rachim. Have a good day, everybody.